1: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Tombstoners! Infecting space. And questioning death. All to explore. Cody dropped the bass on Mike this week.
1: Into the tombstone! Oh my god! What a scandal that was.
0: My oh God! That sparked
1: controversy. <laughs> Willy? Will it spark controversy? Will it spark controversy? It's going haywire up in here. <sighs> Just a sequence of events. That's right. Kings, pixels,
0: Who motherfucking machines. machines. Mighty
1: machines. <laughs>
0: Micro Machines. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I Monster Machines. Yes. Hi. Welcome to episode 45 of the Super Media Bros Podcast. I am Midnight Agent Raw.
1: And I'm a comment getting hit in the face with my microphone. Don't it's just that. shaking in my face. It's- Mike, Mike, Mike,
0: Mike, Psst. Mike to the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mike Tyson, but the actual Mike this week is punching you back for all that. It's taking great offense because sometimes we just don't say that. We just don't say Tyson. We just say Punch Mike, and this thing's sitting here like, "Don't
1: hurt me, no more."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cody, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me, no more. God damn it! Okay,
1: so what is Pod? (laughs) (laughs) Baby, don't cast me.
0: Jesus Chrysler. Yeah. Okay, so it's been a while since we've done. Anything music related. So we're going to do that for you today. Right here. Right now. Right
1: meow. Right. (laughs) Speaking of right meow.
0: Yeah, most, if not, actually, yeah, everything we're talking about, with the exception of a couple of things, are... Or
1: just one. Or just
0: one, yeah. (laughs) You could talk about five or six songs, or just just one. one. Honey, you've got a big storm coming.
1: A noter (laughs) storm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Ah, oh, I love that fucking song. Yeah, I don't think we got to talk about that one yet. So uh, I guess we can we can kick it off with that. This was um, a release a few weeks back. Yeah, uh, Dave Notaker dropped a well. I, I say surprise track because I mean he talked about it coming out like I think a week or so before he dropped it, but it was a surprise to us because mm-hmm. he had just released uh, his EP on Mousetrap.
1: Uh, Erebus One. We're like, oh fuck, it's gonna be a hot second before he puts anything else out. Nope. But, I mean, he keeps talking about making new stuff and throwing stuff in his sets, so, I mean, he's, it was kind of coming.
0: He's always working, and it's always good when it happens. It's so
1: good. The Storm.
0: And Man. Th- dude, that song reminded me a lot of the stuff that happened on, um, oh, my God, now I'm blanking really
1: hard. The, the EP oh, before. Uh, Genesis? Thank you.
0: Fuck. I was, I
1: was trying to read your face, but you're like, oh, fuck,
0: fuck, 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 But there were some keyboard elements in the ass end of that song that sounded like Wake Up, You're Dreaming. Mm-hmm. And it was so fucking cool to see that tie in together.
1: I just love that second drop, that deep metal growl, that real, like, pixelated kind of sound, that boom, 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 boom. Like, it's just literally the storm just hit, and it's just, like, electronically just screwing everything up. And then you know me, being, like, drummer the beginning was
0: like all the tom work it's like yes just
1: slam drums into my face I don't know it kind of reminded me of like Terminator for a second just hearing it
0: dude that's fucking it too and it's awesome as shit yeah D- Dave please remix the Terminator theme song cause that would be the fucking best thing ever You
1: you already released the Genesis EP so you're pretty much tying in already
0: yeah there you go do it judgment day
1: <laughs> so or you're terminated
0: right you terminated fucker get down get, get down drop the base drop the get to the get to the chopper get to the synthesizer yes <laughs> so from there actually that that had kind of put us into like the last few weeks and i i'm probably gonna sound assy saying this but the Instinct side of Monster Cat has been a little hit or miss because a lot of the stuff I've got written down is, has come from the Uncaged side. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, they were mostly prepping for Instinct Volume 2, which actually just released today. So but That's yeah, right. But yeah, like it was very heavy Lazlo for the last couple of Instinct releases, and I wasn't a real big fan of any of his stuff besides Gravity.
0: Yeah, that was a good track. So. But, like, the stuff that we've got written here, or the stuff that I've got down, very notable. And a lot of these were just real back to back as far as the uncaged side is just back to back. Holy shit. Holy shit. Fuck, this is good. So, first thing I've got written down is I'll Fight Back by Sullivan King, Mm -hmm. who I've said millions of times, we've said millions of times on this podcast, is almost like the unspoken, um, just
1: the metal uh, hero.
0: Yeah, of Monster Cat. He has collaborated with a few artists here and there, and every time he does, it's gold.
1: And if you don't like it, he's passing you off. Mm hmm. Because that's like the lyric in there.
0: Yeah. Everything I've done, passing <laughs> you off. Yeah. But damn, I think this might have been, if I'm not mistaken, his first solo release on the label.
1: Yeah, because I mean, he did a lot of collaboration up until this point. So.
0: Yeah, because he does his own stuff elsewhere, but I think this was his first actual solo uh,
1: outing on Monster Cat. Yeah, because I mean, he released a lot of stuff on his own just in general, but yeah, this was his outing by himself away from Dirty Phonics and Bear Grylls and Muzzy and whatnot. So
0: And what a great release it was. Mm-hmm. He fought back. Fuck yeah, he did. He fought back hard. And then you actually wound up sending this release to me not long after that because I think it was the next uh, uncaged release
1: was uh, Machina by Pixel Terror. Man, I love them. Like ever since Contra came out, that was such a good track, and this one has more tie-in to the like eight bit the eight bit sound with Electro. Like it just has the drop is very low key, but it has like the kind of like computer node sounding like beeping and booping noises, which is really cool. R two D two the and DJ then also, <laughs> and then and then also I love the artwork like it's Heavy X you know Mega Man X uh,
0: yeah that's the first thing I said when I fucking saw that shit pop up I was like oh my god mm-hmm. it's Mega Man this music could probably go in a Mega Man
1: probably game if they just revamp the whole soundtrack they can probably like have them and Tokyo Machine and a couple of other artists to redo the soundtrack
0: kind of how uh, Sonic did on the uh, Sonic Mania with Hyper Potions fuck yeah, yeah fuck yeah dude
1: all that talent man y'all are just squandering away y'all need to get on this
0: stuff yeah no shit speaking of Tokyo Machine that's the next artist on the list he dropped Epic which I loved Fly and it was cool because Fly was like a little bit of an experiment for him Um, his first one with vocals yeah and I loved it like that it was really cool to see him like and succeed with that track but it was really cool to see him kind of come back to what brought him to the dance with Epic and what a great fucking song and Tokyo Machine, even, and I'm not saying worst as in like they suck at all, but but his worst is still good, and and I don't say worst in a negative light. I should say, um, um, his least favorable tracks are not even bad. Mm-hmm. It's just that he's got really good tracks, and then he's got better and great tracks. This is one of the great ones to me. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's epic as fuck. And this goes along with the whole Mega Man talk. This could have been in a fucking Legend of Zelda game, probably like Wind Waker or some shit.
1: Or some kind of like action adventure game. Hell yeah, something. I love the artwork on it too. It's fucking awesome. It's like D&D. Yes. You have like the knight and the mage and yeah, on the little ship. <laughs> just, He's always got killer
0: fucking artwork for his stuff, man.
1: Like he makes just his brand by the icons of you know his character and all the little like chibi animals around him, like that's that's what you think of when you think of Tokyo Machine. It's just not just the music, but the cutesy art stuff.
0: Yeah, and then his uh, his physical persona live and everything else that he does, as far as uh, live promo shots and stuff, it just encompasses all of it.
1: Yeah, because like he acts like he's an anime character in everything he does. Man, it's, feel, it's so cool.
0: It is cool because it 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 uh, engulfs you like within that world. Because anytime. Like, I can listen to songs and be like, oh, this is really good, and just focus on the song. But when I put his stuff on, I tend to kind of get lost in thought and just, you know, the music basically acts as a soundtrack to my imagination. And,
1: and that's how it should be. And he's one of the few artists that grab, like, all aspects of your mind. It's not just like, oh, this is a dope track. No, it's like, oh, great song. Awesome artist. Wow, look at that artwork. Hey, oh, that's cool. You know, he, he he's inventive. He's inventive. He's all over the map. I mean, literally. Well, I mean, judging by the boat on the epic cover, he's gonna sail all over the fucking. Mm-hmm. Map. <laughs> he's not like freaking a uh, fail, basically.
0: No shit, fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> when your when your only claim to fame is one song, and it's and it's memed parodied. like a motherfucker, yeah, yeah. dude. I'll, yeah, I'll I'll still be for, be forever happy. That we chose to go to the merchandise line through their whole set. Yep. (sighs) Best decision ever. Exactly. But moving on to somebody that I was actually very surprised to see on Uncaged, and that's Justin O. Just in time. It was just in time. Loving her, loving you with Delaney Kai. I mean,
1: his first track was Uncaged.
0: I think his last couple have been on uh, Instinct, Instinct though. That's why yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, good." You know,
1: Rearview and um, there was another one I can't think of it, but yeah, um, again, like one of the few artists that will venture on both ends to kind of diversify his sound because you have most artists that are strictly the heavy side, and you have some artists that are strictly the soft side. He's one of the few that go both sides, basically. Um, this one, I think. Heavily improved upon his first song. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now, and I can't think of the name of it. Shit. I've, I feel...
0: St- it's, the name of his song was Shit. That way, whenever he drops it, it's Justin... Oh, shit! Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like it was a off-kelter dubstep song. So I liked it, but at the same time, I felt like it could have been done a little bit differently. And then when this one came out the The vibe kind of changed a little bit, but in a very good way mm-hmm. to make me feel more into the song. like the vocals brought in you know slightly into it and then it kind of just banged up from there, like it was a really good song.
0: yeah, the contrast works really well with the softer vocals and then like some of the harder edge of the the drops and everything. <clears throat> That's what I liked about it mm-hmm. um, I think along those lines, the same can be said for um the a u five and nitrix track only in a dream.
1: Dude, AU5's return has been nothing but epic. Like, it's just... First of all, his music alone, back in the day, was like that distinctive, like, okay, you know it's AU5. Yep. Because he has a lot of heavy metal grind, like, drops and sounds to his music. This is no different. Yeah. Because with Nitrix, I mean, Nitrix had his little flair of the vocal work and chopping and just the ambient sounds. And then au5 just brought in like his traditional ground like that grind noise and it's so great
0: and it is and and it's a great debut on on the label for nitrix mm-hmm. uh nitrix has been elsewhere but this was a really good uh introduction to work with somebody who by all intents and purposes is a legend among other artists in this label has been there a good bit
1: she's a killer that was the song i could think of aha
0: that's a good one too
1: yeah like, I didn't like the drop as much as I did uh, Loving Her or Loving You.
0: I did want to hop over to Instinct for a hot minute because I totally forgot about Half an Orange.
1: Oh, yeah. With, um, God damn it, who is it? It has, a, like, a weird name, like, at the end, I think. They did, like, a, they did a collab with somebody recently, which is actually a really good, you know, step up from uh, Old Friends.
0: Yeah. but I like Half an Orange. It's one of the, you know, fewer ones that come along and debut on the instinct side that I was like, oh, this is really
1: neat. hmm Cool cool name too. Yeah, I mean you can't <laughs> get any more creative than that. I mean half an orange motherfucker. Sounds like a Stephen Walking track, honestly. I miss that dude. Yeah, Look, he he made like one song like recently and then I don't hear from him.
0: Like, what the hell? Stephen, you never write, you, you never write, you never call, you never come visit. You just glide in. <laughs> Damn it. went back to space while you're in space grab your buddy seven minutes dead and please put another orbiter song or EP out because god damn it that shit was
1: fire also bring nitro uh nigel good back
0: is he still lost in space
1: somewhere damn it like his whole space Cadet ep is probably one of my favorite albums it was so good and um that is no pun
0: intended but yes it is intended but no pun intended it's good like legit
1: like it's twelve tracks of just one continuous adventure. Like it, the transitions are great. Every song is individualized, and I, 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 it's all space theme. How can you not like it?
0: Right. So the to the three of you guys, get the fuck back here. Come back.
1: Do some shit. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> do, <laughs> do, do some, some shit. shit.
0: <laughs> but speaking of comebacks. We were we were in for a fucking treat that we didn't even know was happening on Halloween until this motherfucker tweeted at me and was like dude Blank is is back. And I was like holy shit and, and that s- artist
1: is Scandal.
0: Fuck yeah, man. And Scandal is back with Will Sparks in a badass side trance track called
1: Tombstone. You you have not heard Scandal for like almost 5 years now, maybe going on, you know, 6 years. His debut back in the day was very short-lived i mean he was more of the hard style the bounce the uh trance sounds too his most iconic song was the monster and i played that song so damn much when i first started listening to monster cat like that was such a bouncy little you know cool little track so i was so surprised to see that he came back on halloween of all days to you know be brought back from the dead literally with tombstone because i mean it's it's a very bouncy, very side trans, very just like dark Halloweenish kind of, you know, track and it's great that he got Will Sparks in there to kind of get that kind of energy with it too, so.
0: Yeah. And that's a hell of a combination of producers right there. Mm-hmm. And we'll jump back and forth between some singles <clears throat> um that have come out after a couple of these EPs because between between this song And another song that was released, we actually got um, news of an EP that dropped from Protostar.
1: Called The Sequence.
0: Yeah, and uh, holy fuck, it's
1: really good. Basically, a.k.a. (laughs) SkypeNet.
0: So, listen, Dave, Notetaker, and Protostar, between the two of you redoing the Terminator theme song and then SkypeNet happening... And when we say Skype-Net, we're referring to the song Titan on here. sounding like a fucking Skype phone call. Mm Mm-hmm. But in the best way possible.
1: And if you look at the artwork, like, the character's literally, like, connecting, like, digitally to some kind of other person or other entity. So he's trying to make a call out. Right. So, I mean, kind of fits. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's five songs, uh, intro and an outro song, obviously, but three songs sandwiched between those Titan, uh, Pursuit, which is the – penultimate track but then the single that was released to announce the ep was a very good track called meltdown and
1: he did this with muzzy which you can definitely tell the muzzy influence on this one fuck yeah the vocal chopping just the growls and the typical drum step and dnb that he does like it's really good sequence with him.
0: no pun intended yeah and for those of you out there that are not familiar with Muzzy, go check out our fourth entry
1: in the For Your Reviewing Pleasure. How are you not by now? I- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. We go. mentioned Muzzy so much on this. Yeah. We're not talking about the,
0: the, the blue fuzzy creature that teaches you foreign languages. We're talking about the D&B king, Muzzy, mm-hmm. from the United Kingdom. But, yeah, go check out Cascading to a New Age on our fourth reviewing pleasure. Entry and check out the Cascade EP review we did because that album was fucking fire. Yep. So it only makes sense that two badasses come together and make a song.
1: Mm hmm. Got call, it. Called yeah. Meltdown because it will melt your face. I mean, I especially like Titans because, like I was telling you not long ago, that just hearing the song title made me imagine, okay, what could come from this song? And the drop was very just off balance, very tinkery metal, like, um, just kind of ringing noises basically but it kind of gives you gives you the idea of like an automaton trying to start up and just kind of build its way up to a normal movement speed and it's just it feels clumsy but at the same time it feels like actual like good production-wise you know it's it makes you have the imagination come forth when you hear this title and then like you said meltdown just brought up the intensity because everything got real you know tense and you know, energetic, and then got to the point where I was like, okay, shit's going down. Mm. And then, okay, fall apart, get out of here, pursuit. And it was just kind of like, okay, smooth, but yet has that kind of like breakaway here and there. Um And then the end sequence. So it's... The it transitions, broke, man. Fall. Yeah, it's a good transition, um, good storytelling element, but you kind of have to really put yourself in the, the world, basically. Put the headphones on and just become the songs basically yeah
0: let them take you away on a journey Mm -hmm. a magical
1: journey in what i would basically
0: call um a computer adventure because this really sounds like an adventure through a networking system of some site of some sort
1: a sequence of fortunate events
0: that's right that's right (laughs) not would it would it be jim carrey or neil patrick harris for this sequence i know it was a series of unfortunate events but this is a sequence whoever wants to jump on a scandalous sequence of epic riots starring neil patrick
1: Carey. <laughs> just merge <laughs>
0: doogie Hauser. md bowser yeah doogie bowser <laughs> doogie bowser md versus dr mario something has like a you know prostate problem or something this fuck why do- do you Dookie so? Bowser. Dookie, Dookie Bowser. No wonder he's always talking like. Rawr, 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 rawr. <laughs> he, needs uh, he, he needs more fiber.
1: He needs more fiber. He's constipated. <laughs> he needs more fighters. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen,
0: more fighters. <laughs> Poo fighters. Poo fighters. <laughs> God damn it. But. Um, that EP dropped. It's out on Monster Cat right now. It's, dude. I bought it on, uh, I bought it on iTunes for three ninety nine. It's on Spotify. It's everywhere that you can stream or download music. Go fucking buy it. Yep. Along with buying that and checking that out, you need to go see motherfucking Varian, aka Varian Dark Boy, on social media and check out his newest release called Death Asked a Question, and that is out on Most Addictive. Um, holy shit, it was really good to see him come back after a year-long hiatus thinking he was just done with music. But he's back, and he released a couple of tracks and then put this EP out that's pretty fucking solid.
1: It's a lot of influences from the last couple of EPs that he did and LPs, and then also way back in the day when he had a lot of that very worldly, cultural influence with like, mostly the vocal work. Yes. Um there was the fet was a new fetish yeah
0: yeah new fetish was uh yeah the fourth track
1: on there yeah that one had a lot of callbacks to like most of the newer stuff he's been doing um dude horror of Babylon was a good like amalgam
0: of um his shit that was on uh prayers and um ancient ancient arcane, arcane. <clears throat> that was a good mix up of both of those
1: yeah the ambiance from ancient kind of surprisingly came through here on this one which I liked um course the title track was really good too mm-hmm. was that remind me a lot of teva from prayers
0: yes that was a great track too mm-hmm. um but again this like protostar has a like an opener and closer instrumental track which god the misanthrope is a really good introductions real ambient real moody really just dark mm-hmm. and this album kind of goes up and down because one thing i've loved about varian is that you can tell What state of mind he's in. You can feel his emotion pour through his songs whenever they come out, especially um, in a cluster of releases together as a package deal. Um, This is no different. Uh, There was a lot of shit that happened apparently between, you know, his hiatus and his return. So it's like this, this is like a, a culmination of like, Hey, this is what fucking happened to me. And here it is in a five song format and it's really good. Mm Mm-hmm. Also bought this on iTunes. It's out on Spotify. It's on his YouTube channel. Go fucking support it. Listen to it. Buy it. Stream it. Crank that. Crank, crank that, Doc Boy. <laughs> crank that, Wobble Boy. Fuck yeah. Crank, crank that, Wobble Boy. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Wobble day. Wobble day. Wobble. <laughs> yeah. So from those releases, it was like fucking shit. We've got a couple of EPs, and then holy shit, dude. Um, can we just talk about? Um, a song that kicked so much ass because they dropped a teaser for the motherfucker on the Friday before they dropped it on that following Monday, and this song is Overkill by Riot.
1: Which, the artwork is phenomenal for many reasons. One, it's epic looking with the freaking monstrosity in the background just taking over shit. Two, they nodded to like every single release art-wise because you have the first artwork towards the middle with um, a Disorder. Then they had Riot. And then they had um, AWA, which, like, all the characters from every release are, like, coming to basically save the day from this monstrosity behind or in front of them. But, dude, like, okay, that is so much metal and brutality in a fucking song that I'm, like, my face is melted at this point. Fuck yeah! Because there's just, like, that, that guitar riffing, like, you know, soloish sound. And then it's just that hard-hitting Riot dubstep. It's, it's so great. Like, I can't put in much words right now. It's just that the fantastic. Drums.
0: The fucking drums. They're,
1: they're calling.
0: <laughs> we fucking missed an artist, and I totally had every intention of
1: bringing it up. Um, A Thousand Cuts by Kuro and Clockvice. When is Kuro not releasing bad? I mean, that's a, they don't release bad music. No, they ever. don't. No. And I, I think probably my least favorite track was Swarm, like the original version. Yeah. But even then, it's still a good song. Yeah, exactly. But every song is like... Kuro just does something so good, like in a good, you know, drastic way that it just makes you want to stick around for more. Also, like I said, I'm just so drawn to the artwork. It's literally like this... You know, mantra-looking devil character with like nothing but fucking daggers floating around him. It's like, how can you not be engaged with that? All the daggers, a yeah. thousand cuts. <laughs> them and a uh, Slumberjack need to get together with daggers. <laughs> Fuck. That'd be kind of weird.
0: Which you were you were uh, talking about that that one track? I, th- I don't know if you talked. I think you talked about it a couple episodes back the uh, Slumberjack release.
1: Yeah, Slumberjack. That was a good introduction for them. Like, I'm so addicted to that song. Which one was that one? Daggers.
0: Yeah. God damn. That was
1: an Instinct release, too. So, (sighs) when they release good Instinct songs, like, it's hard to forget them. That's the good thing about it. Because with Uncaged, like, every song is pretty much iconic because it's just that hard hitting. But Instinct, you really have to know what you're doing to get, like, a really good, like, solid song off of there. And they, like, the guitar drop was beautiful and just like sexy and then the just the ambiance like the kind of tribal sounding you know build ups were really good so i i applaud slumberjack and um oh, what's the other dude's name the vocalist i can't think of it i feel like an asshole right now yeah, i know i know there's a vocalist collab but i can't think of it but anyway mm. yeah kudos to that person dude fuck yeah but yeah, a Thousand Cuts, I mean, it's just that real dubstepy steppy drum step, you know, just electro, just, you know, vibe with everything. But it's just done really well. Um, Clock Vice is a really good addition to that song. You're going to laugh. <clears throat> the very first time I saw the
0: title of this song in writing, I swear on everything, I thought it said a thousand cunts.
1: <laughs> I just immediately remember Black now.
0: <laughs> what was uh Such side, side miserable- of your soul? Yeah.
1: <laughs> quite the what is it? What, what, quite uh, the wandering cunt. cunt. <laughs> yes. Quite the thousand cunts. Yeah,
0: you're quite a thousand cunts. Yeah.
1: How long have you known?
0: Cockfight. Yeah. Cockfight. We're not disparaging you guys. We fucking loved all this shit. All
1: this shit and more.
0: If you haven't checked out that's another thing speaking of, because Sullivan King actually collaborated with, with Dirty Phonics on that uh that EP Vanta Black. If you haven't checked that out yet, go fucking do it because you're missing out.
1: Metal. Fuck yeah. AF <clears throat> Like it makes your dick rock hard if you have one. If you don't, it's gonna make you grow a dick and it get hard all of a that's sudden. That's right. Like that's how awesome it is. That's that's right. The power... <laughs> the power of music. The power of Dirty Sullivan
0: compels you. Mm. So, um... Then we get yet another... Very fucking welcome surprise. Uh, look, I've, I've listened to these dudes... Here and there over the years. But when they made their Monster Cat debut... Earlier in the year with Spitfire... I was so happy when Infected Mushroom finally came to the label to make a release and then they came back again to give us walking on the moon uh, for the rocket league volume four. However, <laughs> I was not prepared for these motherfuckers to say, Hey, um, so we're going to drop our first monster cat length play, like a full album. And I was like, Holy shit. Cause monster cat, I think has only had like eight full albums and they've had a shitload of singles and EPs, but this is like their, the ninth album. In the in the uh, label's almost uh, n- uh, eight year career, that we're getting like a full release, mm-hmm. and uh, they just put a single out. Thank God that these motherfuckers have introduced psytrance to this this label and its community. The song is called Bliss on Mushrooms, and it features the artist Bliss along with the guitarist Miyavi. Which fuck this song is like. Nine and a half minutes of no pun intended, pure pure fucking bliss.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I it
1: mean, is, just just the intro was like unique because it feels like a flash mob jazz routine.
0: Like it makes you want to just. Ooh, I felt like I was in New Orleans. I'm not gonna lie. Voodoo. It, yeah, it felt like listening to a, a street jazz band in New Orleans.
1: And then it just breaks away with like that guitar rock, you know, trance, the feel vibe, and everything. Like the, t- the typical Infected Mushroom-esque sound to it.
0: There's no questioning when these guys put something out because they have their own fucking sound.
1: Mm-hmm. They really
0: do. Um, and they've been around for 20 years, so if they don't have their own sound by now, something's wrong. Yeah. Um, but the album is actually going to be dropping a month from now on the 8th of December, and it's going to be called Head of NASA and the Two Amish Boys.
1: Which, again, if you know Infected Mushroom... This is a typical track or uh, album name for him. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, technically, the first,
0: quote, single was Walking on the Moon because that song is going to be on this album. But if we're talking in terms of officially released singles to promote this album, that's Bliss on Mushrooms. And it's actually the second longest track that's ever been put out on Monster Cat.
1: Eight seconds off from the original.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, the, the first one... Uh, belongs to uh, Wuxia.
1: Yeah. Which... Eh. I mean, it's a long song. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> eight seconds. You could have stayed on the bowl just that much longer.
1: Yeah. You have eight miles, you have eight seconds. That's right. But, yeah, like, the transition with this song was beautifully done and well-produced to... Not make it seem too segmented, because like I said, it's the first part of it, you know, very jazzy sound. The, the first drop is, you know, the typical side trance, like that hard mushroom sound. The third part of it is just creepy build up with like alien talking stuff, you know, going on in the background. Speeds up a little bit, and then the last quarter is just a harder version of the second part. You know, the the drop is just, like... It gets you going. Like, it gets you just pumped up and wanting to just, like... Yeah, I want some mushrooms now. I want to feel this shit. I want where, mushrooms where? on my pizza. <laughs> Not the regular Not kind, though.
0: <laughs> I love that whenever they do collaborations with other artists, they they typically call it, like, something on mushrooms. Like, they did a collab with Pegboard Nerds, and they called the song Nerds on Mushrooms.
1: hmm It's like, fuck yeah. They should have called the... Uh, Rocket League track "Walking on the Mushroom,"
0: "Walking on Walking sh- on the Shroom,"
1: yeah, "Walking on the walking Shroom," "Walking
0: on the Walking on the Shroom,"
1: and then the first track should have been room
0: Yes, fuck yes. Yeah. So, dude, they, what, do they, what do they fucking put an album just and they just call the album Portobello? Yeah, just, like an acapella
1: group. <laughs> fuck Portobello, dude, dude! Fucking goddamn it. They all come out with like mushroom hats. Like
0: toad. Yes. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Dude. <laughs> Mushroom. Dude. Dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All the snaps were off key. like.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, what a trip.
1: Walking on the shroom, man.
0: Walking on my shrooms, bro. Oh man. But on a more serious note, um I we we were talking about this before we started hitting record and everything. I think this would be a really good album to put on the next installment of our uh reviewing pleasure series.
1: Oh agreed.
0: So be on the lookout for that. We'll probably we'll probably put that episode out a week after the album drops.
1: Yep. Once we get enough listens of it.
0: Yeah, because that's definitely one thing we'd like to do is to heavily, like, immerse
1: in the music before we do it. Immerse in this room.
0: And then bring it to you so you can be high, too. Mm. And for the very last surprise...
1: Boy, oh boy.
0: Holy fuck. Because, again, this was not something we expected at all. So, we got a chance to actually check this artist out in New Orleans uh, back in, I think, February. Uh, he was on tour with Grammatic, and... Dear God. Balkan bump. That lacroal piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pretty positive the guy is nice as all get out. Yeah, I'm just joking. Like, I, no, 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 no. I'm, I know that. I'm just saying, like... But he comes out, and I was like, oh, this looks very interesting and then the music starts playing and look we're we're not being assholes about it but just some things are just they're just not our cup of tea this just happens to be one of them
1: <laughs>
0: and I appreciate the musicianship of a dude playing brass to the beats on stage because that is fucking cool as shit but when literally all of your stuff sounds the same I looked onto the DJ booth Desk table thing, whatever, and I just kind of turned to the left and I looked at Cody and I said, table. "Bruh," I just side-eyed two fucking cans of lacra water, which if you have been following me at Midnight Agent Raw on social media, you will know my deep disdain and hatred for that fucking shit. The fucking sweat and potpourri form. I'm telling you, quote me on this. Lacra water is nothing but carbonated cro- crotch sweat in a can. He ain't lying, I, I'm not but
1: I digress it's like edible glade plug-in spray
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> let that sink in
0: yeah we'll, we'll be right back just let it sink in
1: okay that's enough of that shit that's
0: enough of that shit we digress to the artist in question that we did enjoy on the tour with Grammatic which was also a good show motherfucking Haywire is back Boy, it has been too long. How long has it been since he's had an album out?
1: Oh my God, that was... Uh, two Folds Part 2. Two Folds Part 2. That was like two years ago, I believe. Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, his last actual track was, you know, endlessly. And then he released Two Folds Part 2 and then just blew out the water with I Am Me and I Am You and... Um, oh, what was the other one? It was a house track he did. Uh, Do you? Don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. But yeah, that was such a phenomenal album, just as a whole, and every song played just beautifully in his favor. He's he's a master craft of the you know musician level. Like it's you can't get any higher than Haywire. That's why he's my favorite artist from EDM side of things. Hashtag Baywire. Baywire. Like that is my thing. But. He went on this like long, like very little social media esque, you know, influence. He did a lot of touring in the same time while, you know, crafting a little bit of music on the side. And he would tweet in just every now and then and be like, Oh yeah, hey, by the way, guys, I'm working on some stuff outside of the tour, so just be ready. And that was like six months ago.
0: Yeah, I remember that post too, because I was like, Holy shit, he's actually working on stuff. And lo and behold, the other day on Instagram he just all he does is post a picture, and it's a date,
1: 11-16-18. which the fucking Instagram page lit up. I know that for sure.
0: Oh fuck yeah, it lit up. And what I found very interesting, which I, we were both able to see this before it happened, he actually also posted another picture, but then it got taken down. And I was like, why did it fucking get taken down? Who knows? But um, we caught enough of a clip of to notice it is a picture in the same font and color scheme as the prior photo with the date on it. And it's this figure in a big cloak and the words tell me written. So I'm assuming that's going to be the title of the single
1: mm-hmm. and that it drops on November 16th. Or he wants us to tell him what the, tri- the track will be. Yeah.
0: So actually, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. If you want to tell, <laughs> so which I don't know if he's ever going to hear this or anything, but if he does before it drops... Come on, Martin. Yeah. Tell him what you think it is. <laughs> Just go to his fucking Instagram page and tell him what it is. Do you or don't you? That's right. <laughs> I'm excited. Mm, you have no idea. Oh, no, I do, man. That was, that was probably one of the best... Uh, that was probably one of the best live things I've ever seen is watching him do his thing.
1: I mean, just watching his hand work. I don't even have to listen to the music. I just watch his hands just keyboard the fuck out of that. Yes. That was so great.
0: Um, Definitely go to YouTube. Uh, it's H-A-Y-W-Y-R-E. Haywire. Go look at some of his performance videos on his YouTube channel. Because it's literally like video of his hands on his piano or keyboard um w- playing tracks.
1: Specifically look up the Smooth Criminal remix. Fuck yeah. Cuz that is a good cover of that song.
0: Yes it is.
1: Mm. That and um his Odessa remix. I can't remember the name of the song, but he did a remix of an Odessa song that was really good. Like that's one of his standout tracks to me. Which he did play live at the show and I was fin- like freaking the fuck out. Hell yeah.
0: God, and we have some of that footage too. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that when I load that onto my computer, I was like, oh my god, I better never lose this. I better never fucking lose this shit.
1: mm That's why I have it on my memory card. Hell yeah, motherfucker. My phone can crash any day, but not my card. Nope. Baywire. It might crash, I don't know. So <laughs> keep three copies. Three. Three copies. Or just one. <laughs>
0: You can make three or four copies or just,
1: just one. one. <laughs> you got a bad Kinko coming.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Who the fuck... Who, who out there still goes to fucking Kinko's? Mm-hmm. Do, do any of you go to Kinko's?
1: Do any of you three go to Kinko's?
0: The three of you that listen to this podcast, do you go to Kinko's? Please. Copy and paste your answer. <laughs> Copy and paste your answer. Put it on our Instagram. Put it on Facebook. And hashtag Kinko. Hashtag Kinko Hashtag What the fuck am I doing With my life
1: I mean you don't have to do The second half But still Yeah exactly Just do the hashtag Kinko
0: Hashtag Kinko Hashtag old school
1: Yeah You know Hashtag do you copy
0: (laughs) (laughs) Copy that Roger Hashtag, hashtag. Do you copy? Hashtag, copy that. Hashtag. Who is Roger?
1: <laughs> Roger Rabbit.
0: Yeah, Roger that. Who, who's Roger Ro- Rabbit. Who's Roger? <laughs> God
1: damn. You know, it. Roger Roger reminds me of like Mario Mario. Maybe it's like an illegitimate cousin. <laughs> See, there's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Then there's
0: the the bastard sibling slash family relative. Roger Roger
1: mm-hmm. and he's just like some derpy like you know half the size of Mario kind of person it's like, dude can I jump with y'all fuck no <laughs> can, Fuck can, I no <laughs> fucking no can I
0: <laughs> Luigi's like oh no oh no Luigi's gonna get his vacuum and suck him up like a fucking ghost that he is he's like you suck worse than me <laughs> <laughs> you put the stool in Toadstool you piece of shit yeah not mush off. Exactly. There's not mushroom for you here. <laughs> <laughs> You're infected.
1: <laughs> Yoshi, <real> Yoshi soon.
0: <laughs> yes. God damn it. We have flown off the rails because we have come to the end of our little of our little chit chat with you guys today.
1: The the shrooms are wearing off. Yeah. They
0: are. They're wearing off. We are we are coming back into the atmosphere known as Earth, and uh Fuck. we are gonna Yeah, we're gonna Yeah. Just <sighs> No! no. That was one of the greatest fucking things we've ever seen in our Cult Cinema
1: Showdown series. And now it's a part of our life. Yes. In every podcast.
0: No! No! God damn it, I love that movie. Yeah. But speaking of Cult Cinema Showdown, dude, we're about to get onto our 10th installment of that motherfucker next week. And mm. being that it's November, and it's Thanksgiving month, goddammit, because guess what fuckers, there's a holiday between Halloween and Christmas. So quit putting up your decorations for Christmas. That's right. Wait till December 1st. Yeah. Or at least the day after Thanksgiving. No, fuck
1: that. It's still November. <laughs> Looks like it's still Halloween before you get to the end of the month. Yeah. But let me, let me just say this. We are
0: from the south, okay? And motherfuckers down here still leave their Christmas decorations up six months after the shit's over with. So, I mean, you know. Christmas in July. Exactly. So that, that whole Bugs Bunny shit on the calendar where they look up and Santa Claus is coming down. And you're like, holy shit, it's Christmas. Looks at the calendar. It's July. That's here. Yeah. And motherfuckers would still be
1: like, fuck yeah. We're getting a head start. <laughs> fuck yeah, bro. Santa
0: Claus is here. He's coming down that chimney. Ew. Exactly. Yeah. So, on on our 10th installment of the Cult Cinema Showdown series, we've got a goddamn fucking treat for you motherfuckers. Um, the trauma film Poultrygeist Attack of <laughs> is the Night of the Chicken Dead. Yeah. Poultrygeist the Night of the Chicken Dead versus Thanks
1: wrap your head it's around the-
0: yeah dude like i fucking i messaged cody about that shit i was like hey i have an idea for this for the 10th one he's like what and i sent him this shit is first of all thanks killing he knew about but when i told him fucking the title of poultry guys that was just
1: <laughs> done
0: yeah it was like cry faces i cannot wait mm-hmm. <laughs> i was just like neither can i so yeah you guys are in for a fucking treat um Troma is known for being over the top with a lot of their shit when th- this is gonna be no fucking exception I've seen both of these and they're fucking great mm-hmm. and Thanks Killing is like the little indie film that could out of Ohio and it's it, it's it treasure in it's own fucking right you're so.
1: killing me smalls
0: <laughs> thanks Yeah. <laughs> <You're>
1: <laughs> gobble me butterball
0: gobble gobble motherfucker <laughs> so yeah look forward to that next week uh So, yeah, thank you for listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, SoundCloud, our home, or wherever the hell you're listening to us from, because uh, we literally just got onto Spotify, like, a couple weeks ago, and the fucking response and reception has been phenomenal as hell. Like... Several hundred fucking streams and new followers in the first like two or three days was just unfucking real to open up our analytics page and see. I was like, shit! Explosion! Yeah, and I was like, fuck, we should have been on Spotify ages ago, but we didn't. Yeah. but <laughs> <So> here's <laughs> a fucking- fruit roll up. Yeah, fucking Carl from AgriVine. Yeah, you should have done that like ages ago, but you fucking didn't. So here's a fruit roll up. Now you're tearing ass around the yard, but you're staying in one place. It's. Fuck. What happened to my freaking car? What happened to my freaking car? It is crushed to be Jesus in bed. Get on my freaking pool. <laughs> uh, it's it's cold as fuck right now, but I still want a fucking pool. Cause it's always hot down here. You have time-
1: pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it's late. I'm on medicine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and We need to get the bejesus out of here. We need to get
0: the bejesus out of here. But before we go, we're going to give you the we're gonna give you the fucking rundown, okay? Go for it. Go for it on social media. You're not even doing the voice anymore. That's oh, not fun. Son of a bitch, okay? Wait, okay, if you want to do Carl, I'll do Meatwad. How about that shit? Here's our social media pages. Well, if you want to follow us on social media, here's where you can find us. Go ahead. Facebook.com slash bros. Freaking... Twitter.com slash SuperMedia underscore
1: bros. God damn it. Instagram.com slash SuperMedia bros podcast. Here we go. Squirrelly, come look at our stupid pictures. For friggin' sake. I need that hair dryer for Christmas. No. You don't even have any freaking hair. It doesn't matter, I still want it. No. Oh,
0: god damn it, I hate you.
1: Get out of my goddamn yard.
0: Okay, bye. <laughs>
1: No <laughs> No <laughs> God
0: damn it oh, We've gone off the fucking deep end
1: Yeah in our pool <laughs> Of misery
0: God damn it Janet <laughs> Damn it Janet Let's get out of here before we
1: <laughs> Yeah you freaking right
0: Yeah no shit There's until easy. next week.
1: <laughs> well, until next week, this has been the Super Middle Bros. Podcast. I've been Midnight Agent Rod, been... Meat Rod. Shut the fuck up. I've been friggin' Calming. Until next time, Meat Rod. Get the fuck off my lawn.